0: now premiering on the Studio DNA Network, Sifpop Pop Writer's Room, a new show consisting of the writers of Sifpop.com. On a rotating basis, we'll be discussing some classic movies we're watching for the first time, some comic book movies, some nostalgic movies, and what TV shows we're currently watching. But each week, we'll also be taking a look at the movies that are coming out soon and give our thoughts on how we think they will turn out. If you love movies, Sifpop Pop Writer's Room is the place to be, so come on in and we will pull up a chair for you.
1: Film fans to a spooky new podcast episode from Quality Check Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Daniel Posey, trying to do an eerie Halloween type voice. And to the left is Drew Douglas as always. Are you scared right now? I'm getting scared. I scare easily these days because we're in the Halloween season. I'm setting this up because we are talking about a brand new movie in which a man gets easily scared, although he loves the scares at the same time, which we'll be talking a lot more about that. And it's Adam Sandler's new Netflix movie, Hubie Halloween. This is how we are going to break down this episode. We're talking about Hubie. Then we will have a brand new Adam Sandler game, originally titled Guess That Adam Sandler Movie Game. Then we'll also do another game does Steven Brill suck? <laughs> and then we will also talk about the last thing. <laughs> Before we dive into all of this, Drew, I want to get an update from you because you've been plowing through Halloween movies or scary movies. One a night. You've been able to stay on that track except for one night. Is well,
0: that right? it's I would say at least once a week I take a night off. Okay. Whether football's on or maybe I need a break and I just want to binge Ted Lasso. Oh. Something like that. But yeah, since basically September, I think 26th, I've been watching something spooky every night, including ha- I I'll say it's Halloween related or spooky because we did Hocus Pocus. Mm. We did Hubie Halloween. Those aren't necessarily scary, but they're they're definitely um of that spirit. Perfect for October. Yeah. It's been quite frankly an amazing 3 weeks.
1: I can't believe how well Hocus Pocus is doing across the board because it's doing really well on streaming for Disney. It's like their number 2 highest streamed movie or TV show just behind the Simpsons and then it was like number 2 at the box office what you know what actually exists of the box office. Or maybe it's number three. But still, though, it's just like the love for Hocus Pocus is unreal. I haven't seen that movie in a few years. How does it hold up? Does it hold up? You know, I
0: had never seen it prior to this past weekend.
1: Oh. I liked it. Is it one of Lexi's favorites? She's obsessed with it. Is it just because of the trio that we have for the main characters? She's
0: a big Sarah Jessica Parker fan. Really? Because of uh, Sex in the City.
1: She was like the goofy one, She's like the dumb one. Yeah. The dumb witch. And... I want to say that the three of them together were a lot of fun, though.
0: I like the movie. I, I I, honestly had a good time with it. And like I said, I think the last podcast, Disney doesn't make movies like this anymore. Mm. Or mm-hmm. that anymore, I should say. Yeah. Until we get to... I mean, Netflix is. Yeah. This is full-blown Halloween.
1: That's really cool.
0: I it, love it. It's my favorite.
1: It's nice that there are themes that they're like working around. And, I mean, Blumhouse is kind of doing that to a degree which by the way i can't wait for freaky i'm surprised they're not releasing that this month on like vod the new vince vaughn movie when is that Did i think it's next, it next month year? well and that's the other thing probably at this point but i want to say it was supposed to come out in the first weekend of november but at this point pretty much everything's pushed back Well, as of today, right before recording, you uh, had told me the breaking news that all Alamos are shutting down temporarily. Kaput. Right after Regal. What what are your bets on AMC announcing that they're closing at the end of this week? The
0: city that we live, we only have one theater left. And it's weirdly the one that was having the most financial problems (laughs) going into the pandemic.
1: I heard one theory that they may be staying open just in hopes that they'll attract all the business from the theaters that are closing. And they're like, well, like what you said, there's only one theater open in town, you know? Does it make sense though? I don't know. You have to pay overhead and the cost to keep the lights and all that stuff. But yeah, I don't know.
0: I mean, we don't have to get into it. I don't think there's a big enough audience to go watch old movies. It's a novel idea. It's a fun idea when things are going smooth. But why am I going to go pay to see Raiders of the Lost Ark when I own it on 4K?
1: Would you pay to see Hubie Halloween in theaters? I would.
0: Well, should we? I don't want to play my cards right now.
1: (laughs) Okay, yeah, we uh, we can save that. Let's let's save that before we get into Hubie. I want to ask you, what has been your favorite movie so far in your Halloween watch? Hmm. And you just did recently, like two days ago. Now you finished one of my favorites, Christine.
0: Christine was a a pleasant surprise. It was a lot better than I expected it to be. You know, I rewatched Fright Night, the original. That's Mm. great. Uh, honestly, it might be, it might be Christine.
1: Oh, that's awesome. That makes me happy. I hadn't
0: seen it. I hadn't seen it yet. So it's, and it just happens to be the last thing that I watched.
1: Any, anytime you have a nice little surprise like that, it makes the movie even better.
0: Have we talked about, I watched Host.
1: Oh no, we haven't.
0: And that was pretty good. It doesn't do anything that we haven't seen before, but it had a couple, I would say genuine scares. And I watched it in bed on my laptop with headphones on. Oh, even better. <laughs> it's pitch dark uh, and the movie ends, and I had to go to the bathroom really bad. But I can tell you, I was seriously scared to get up because <laughs> I thought there was going to be some hanging person that's going to just scare me.
1: I just love watching that movie because it's short and sweet. Like you said, it doesn't do anything new, but it's the fact that we are still in the middle of a pandemic and it is referencing the pandemic in that movie, which is weird. It's weird but cool.
0: It's weird and cool. Uh, the worst thing I've seen is f- we watched Fantasy Island from this year, mm. Blumhouse. Mm-hmm. It's so bad.
1: It's awful. Great idea. I think the ideas sound and really cool, but like it sucked. It was so bad. It was like almost a Stephen Brill movie. <laughs> oh jeez. <laughs> Actually, I don't know. I can't. I can't crap too much on Stephen Brill, but. Uh, Yeah, uh, maybe that will, it will definitely come up in our discussions coming up now. Salem PD? Yeah, it's over here. People are strange. When you're a stranger, faces look up
0: Salem needs me. When
1: you're
0: what are you going to do, Mr. DuBois? We're going to do every October 31st. Make sure every citizen is protected. No one in Salem is safe tonight. So would
1: did you lose your thermos? Oh. That'll never happen. Anyway. Hubie Halloween. The screen the just went dark. know <laughs> oh it just died thirst. on me. I'm like, all right, thanks a lot. It tells the story of an eclectic man-child devoted to celebrating Halloween, and he finds himself in the middle of a real investigation on his favorite holiday. Mm. So, it was released on October 8th, 2020, in America, on Netflix. It's written by Adam Sandler, and Tim Hurley. It's also directed by Steve Brill, or otherwise known as Stephen Brill. If that name sounds familiar, it's because he also did Adam Sandler, 100% Fresh, Sandy Wexler, and The Do-Over, all Adam Sandler movies on Netflix. Now, this movie, in addition to Sandman, it stars a lot of the usual suspects, including Kevin James, Steve Buscemi, Maya Rudolph, Tim Meadows, Keenan Thompson, but it has a few fresh faces for the most part. We also have Ray Liotta, always, always a blast. We have Shaq and his amazing voice and Mike Michael Chiklis. And this is what, the third movie that he's been in with Sandman? I have to say them. Don't forget June Squibb. Yeah, I, uh, I, there, there's a nice, impressive little uh, uh, list here of actors and actresses. Now, on um, Rotten Tomatoes, Hubie, sadly, only has 51%. Mm. And on uh, Metacritic, just varying a little better, has 53%. I want to talk about, in addition to this rundown, Adam Sandler's Netflix deal. It started in 2015, and he originally signed for four movies, but he's like, you know what? It's not enough. I'm going to give you six movies. He's like, I need more money. Six movies, and that includes Hubie. The original deal, just for four movies, Sandman signed for a quarter billion dollars. $250 million. That deal was extended to include four new movies, and that happened in January of this year, and that was shortly after Uncut Gems was launched on Netflix. Now, that deal happened technically after... They had shot this movie, Hubie. And the next movie that will be part of this four new movies, it's going to be an animated feature in which Sandler will write, produce, and voice slash star in. Are you excited for that?
0: I'm going to say yes. I, you know, I thought he'd done more at this point. He started 2015 The Ridiculous Six. Mm-hmm. Murder Mystery 2019 with Jen Aniston. Huey Halloween, obviously, just now, and we have one to come.
1: And, I mean, quite frankly, it seems like he is a genius for signing this because...
0: Well, why wouldn't you? They're just giving... They're throwing money at you to just go make whatever you want.
1: And before we started recording, we broke this down, and we thought, okay, even though this is... We're taking six movies and he's getting he has to be getting paid more outside of doing you know beyond the deal the original deal but for six movies and making 250 million that's over 41 million a movie well worth it it's insane like how does that not make him the highest paid actor in hollywood especially right now i mean it's great i bet i can't wait to see the quarantine sandman movie (sighs) Because I'm sure that's going to happen.
0: What of these have you seen so far of these three?
1: I see murder mystery. No. Oh, okay. So this is it. I have only seen well, Wexler, Sandy Wexler, because when we first started this podcast, is that
0: one of the Netflix movies? Though mm-hmm. does that count? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I guess it. I guess it would. Why did I miss that one? So he's done four.
1: Well, six total. For Netflix, but that's excluding 100% Fresh. I don't know
0: if we count that one.
1: No, I don't. I didn't. I don't know if you count that. Yeah. but I
0: forgot all about Sandy Wexler. Yeah. That was one of our very first podcasts. Yeah. I mean, I don't remember anything about it, <laughs> but I, re- I remember not hating it.
1: I remember the laugh. That's pretty much it. Let's now pivot a little bit and talk about our questions involving Hubie Halloween and our overall thoughts. First up. Let's talk about Hubie Halloween made me feel blank. How would, how would you describe, what? how did it make you feel?
0: Happy. Oh. I mean, I don't know what else to say. It made me feel happy.
1: That's, uh, yeah. For 95 minutes. I was going to say Hubie Halloween made me feel nostalgic, but happy would be a more accurate way to say it too.
0: Nostalgic for what? Did this happen to you as a kid?
1: Uh, no, or the celebration of Halloween. Just the fact that it seems like a throwback Sandman movie. Like,
0: I love. Uh, we'll get into what we love. Never mind.
1: Because it's so, and and I can't reveal too much until after the Sandman game. But there are some facts while digging into this that I found to be very fascinating. Because to me, this seems like almost an early 2000s, late 90s Adam Sandler movie. That's what it feels like to me.
0: So, back in 2019, after he did Uncut Gems and he was getting all that awards buzz, he was on Howard Stern. Do you remember what he did? No. He told Howard Stern, if I don't get nominated, I'm going to effing come back and do one movie again that is so bad on purpose (laughs) just to make you all pay. Uh, Some people are saying this is that film. This movie Mm. made me very happy. I don't agree with that at all.
1: Not at all. If there's a difference between, in my opinion, a bad movie, And a movie that you're just, like, ridiculous in. And this is, like, this is a Sandler shtick though. I feel like if you like Sandler, you will like this movie. But even then, I will say that I have some ups and downs with Sandman. Just in in terms of, like, some of his movies, like, Ridiculous 6 didn't appeal to me. A few other movies didn't appeal. Like, The Week Of. And, like, it looks okay. But at the same time, I can still appreciate just like goofy, fun, like Sandman movies. And it, this fit well into that category. It makes me, it kind of makes me see Adam Sandler, not in a new life, but it just makes me think, maybe I was a little too harsh on the guy for a while. Because I was. There was, there was a time period where I'm like, all right, it's a new Adam Sandler movie. I don't think I'm going to watch it. And that's where a large part of his catalog, I've just gone dark on
0: so yeah. I biffed up. I messed up. This How is a so? rare occurrence. I said he had only done four movies so far on Netflix. It's I was looking at a condensed filmography. Oh, Ridiculous Six, 2015. Mm-hmm. I think that's the start, right? Right. The Do Over, mm-hmm. Sandy Wexler. Mm-hmm. Uh, What's that? Then three? The Week of. The of. hmm. Then we have 100% Certified Fresh, if you count that, um, Murder Mystery, and uh, now Hubie. Hellow. Hubie, Young. Yeah. So I, I apologize for that Ooh. to all the Sandman fans out there. So I haven't I haven't seen Ridiculous 6, Do-Over, Saw Sandy. Haven't seen The Week Of. Kind of didn't even know that was a thing in Murder Mystery. So I haven't seen a
1: lot of these. Yeah. I They just didn't really appeal to me. And honestly, if it weren't for the Halloween vibes and it coming out during this time, I don't know if I would have watched this. And that's sad. I'd be missing out on... A really fun movie. What's your your favorite thing about Hubie?
0: I think it was just the fact that for 90 minutes I was entertained. This isn't a great movie, but I love Halloween stuff. (laughs) Uh, I thought it was actually pretty well directed. Mm -hmm. This didn't seem like a cheap movie. I feel like they actually put a lot of thought into it. I thought the set design was really cool. I love the atmosphere like that everybody is taking part in Halloween if this is what Salem is like, we gotta go there. Like, <laughs> is this an actual tourist attraction on Halloween?
1: Oh yeah, I could see that. I really, I I really can see that.
0: I thought this was gonna be ninety-five minutes of just poop and pee jokes, <laughs> less of those jokes than a freaking Marvel movie.
1: Yeah, I I have to say as well. In addition to that, I'm piggybacking, and it's got some great gags there are so many lines in this movie that i genuinely laughed out loud and the other thing that i love some of these things it can be like overdone but like being someone who's on a bike every Hmm. single day i love even though he's experienced and can dodge getting you know egged on a bike and i love how it just gets more like it gets crazier and crazier. Starts with the eggs, and by the end of the movie, they're throwing TVs and Machetes crutches. And stuff. Yeah, and it's like that's hilarious. But I love that even though he can dodge all of that, he is like accident prone and gets easily distracted and gets in a bike rack.
0: Just imagine if that was really happening, and people <laughs> are just like, "Whatever, that's that's Hubie. Like, who cares?"
1: I it's pr- probably does happen, sadly, but. It's one of those things that there were a lot of gags like that throughout the movie just kept happening, and I loved. And there are some short bit gags that were just like one-offs and then others that continued, and it was fantastic. And, man, it's it, it's it was tough to kind of boil it down because I also loved a lot of the side characters. Mm-hmm. They were so much fun.
0: Maybe I'm just like super stupid, but the twist actually got me. Spoiler warnings: We're gonna probably spoil stuff, but I actually didn't know where this was gonna go.
1: Yeah, I was. I thought it held up because I thought, where, where exactly is this heading? Because I'm a little confused, and that's where I think throughout the movie it kept my attention. Even though it was fun and funny, it also had like a decent plot. I think to to keep this moving along. But I will say, even though my favorite thing is the humor, that. Would be, and I can't say worst thing, but it would be a caution because if you're not a huge Adam Sandler fan, this will probably turn you off. And the humor is just right, on, right in lieu with a lot of his uh, movies, like I, I think a lot of Billy Madison and Happy Gilmore, but this is a themed version of that, and he takes one of his classic goofy characters, and he puts like a new spin on that being this Halloween theme. So that's my one and only thing that I would say. Although I liked it, for those out there, I feel like if you watch the trailer, you see Adam Sandler, you know what you're getting yourself into.
0: <laughs> it is what it is. I think some of the jokes do fall flat. The
1: But not like many. The,
0: yeah, not many. I like the... I do think the, the throwing stuff at him is a little overdone. <laughs> the uh, The joke with Shaq, I think it's funny to have this DJ. Um, but the Shaq joke is kind of stupid. So I'd say some of the humor just doesn't work. Other than that, it is what it is, and I don't have a ton of complaints.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm the same way. I know that sounds insane. It sounds ridiculous, but I feel the same way. There's, there's not a lot that I can really... Dog on for this for people complaining that to make Adam Sandler weird again, they get their wish with this movie. Did you like him playing this type of character again?
0: Yeah, I need more of it.
1: I would agree. So, so talking about needing more of this, would you like a Hubie sequel?
0: Would you want a Halloween one though, or do you think it's funny to branch out?
1: Man, that's I. I think that this was this was a lot of fun and. Since it is his favorite holiday, and he makes a comment about, well, you know, being Jewish, we don't have Ash Wednesday. And he goes into, like, all of this. And it was funny, and then he's like, you know, I'm stuck with Halloween. So they could end up doing something else, but it would be funny if he was stuck doing something that he's not familiar with, and therefore he's, like, solving a mystery, but it's all you know different to him and it would be interesting since they end up taking this friday the 13th you know ending so to speak where his mom is the one who's in charge of you know the kidnappings and the weird going ons i i I would like to see another halloween follow-up so i would like to see another one of these but i like to see it stay in the halloween vibe if done right
0: I didn't think about that. It plays like a Halloween film, like a Halloween franchise, but it ends up being Friday at 13th. Mm-hmm. I, need, I need the HCU, the Hubie Cinematic Universe. <laughs> and we just keep pumping
1: sequels out. Why is Sandman not doing that, though, with his Netflix deal? Now, we've talked about this mu- movie, but how funny is this, especially compared to other Adam Sandler movies?
0: Like on a scale of five pumpkins? Yeah. I don't know, two and a half maybe? Really? Fun. You can be fun and not be, like, funny. Yeah. Like, I don't, I'm don't. i not bellowing, bending over, tears down <laughs> my eyes because it's so funny. But there are things that I audibly laughed at. Uh, and a lot of it was just juvenile humor, like the mom wearing a shirt that says, I shave my balls for this. <laughs> <laughs> or, you know, what other ob- obscene shirt she had on. But it was funny that they're getting June Squibb to do this stuff.
1: oh my gosh yeah that's true and
0: Kevin James made me LOL quite a few times you know who's really funny is Tim Meadows I thought he was really funny in this too man
1: I just this once again reaffirms why I love Tim Meadows and I he is to me one of my favorite SNL lum just actors out there and he does not get enough work I would love to see more Tim Meadows but he especially his work with Maya Rudolph so good.
0: So how many how, how many little pumpkins are you going to give it?
1: Out of five, I'd say four. I what? thought this was hilarious. Now, I'm curious how this will play out on rewatch because there were moments... This put me in a good mood. Like, after watching this movie, I felt so almost enlightened. I know.
0: That's what I'm saying. Like, after I finished, I was like, the world needs Hubie right now.
1: Yeah. Now, talking about comedy, who had the best cameo or... Big name star for this movie.
0: Man, I really like Julie Bone in this, but she's not necessarily funny. I just like that they get her to do some of this stuff. Mm-hmm. Like making out with the TV. <laughs> it's funny that she's game for that. I like that. Yeah. I got to give it to Tim Meadows.
1: Yeah, there's there's so much. And maybe it it's just his Halloween costume added to that. But I also love how he was just wanting to smash my Rudolph like a pumpkin. <laughs> like the entire time, he would just like...
0: And she didn't want it.
1: Yeah, I just... Lo- he, and, like, at one time, whenever he scares Hubie, and he's with the kids in the car, and he turns around and is like, does this make you like me? And she's like, no. And he starts crying. Like, he goes from laughing to crying. I may have to go with... Uh, oh man Shaq just because Shaq they just got him to do something so outrageous for this
0: but that bit is not funny
1: I like the bit of him and the voice like changing his voice
0: I like the DJ thing because it's it's like the fog or something but sure uh, I I yeah uh, I don't think that's funny.
1: I I liked it in the very beginning, and like you said, they take it a little too far. But I, at the same time, like it was, it was just hilarious for that to see Shaq. in that because I've never really seen him but do even, something like, that's grown ups, right? Oh, I don't. I've actually never seen grown ups. I mean, he starred in
0: Kazam. I think that's pretty funny.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but. I want to say, like, Ray Liotta, but he would just, like... He was just wasted. He didn't even know he was shooting a movie. Yeah, uh, most Chain likely. smoking
0: and drinking. Ooh.
1: But also, man, this this takes me back to, like, the... What was it? Uh, the Billy Mad, Not Billy Madison. Uh, Mr. Deeds with Steve Buscemi. This takes me back to that era, and uh, it may be Steve Buscemi just because of, like, he's insane in this, but he's hilarious. So, and he just goes, he
0: just does whatever Sandman wants.
1: And, and honestly, it may be. It, Shaq is like that cameo, but in terms of like the longer, if, if we're look, talking about the entire movie, Bushimi has more on screen stuff that just made me lol. Like, especially when you say, if you hear something weird coming from the house, don't <laughs> come over. I repeat, don't come over. And it's like that Burbs vibe. And. I just love the fact that they play into so many of those homages. Were there any Adam Sandler usuals that you wish made an appearance?
0: Where's David Spade?
1: I also left off the cast list Rob Schneider, who helped produce this movie. The reason why I didn't say that earlier is because it's kind of a spoiler in terms of he's our Mike Myers, basically.
0: Ping everywhere.
1: It was just like one of those things that like that's, adds to that schoolyard humor, but... They're just like stupid gags like that that made me laugh.
0: So who'd you, who'd
1: you miss? Mm. Maybe Chris Rock. It would have been fun to see I him. I you were going to say Chris Farley. Oh. I don't know. I
0: feel like he might have taken over. Farley? No, no, no. Chris Rock. I feel like he might
1: have. In a small role.
0: Just like taken over.
1: If If he had like a small bit, like say the radio DJ, if he had that. But I think getting Shaq involved was, was fun and fine. But if there was some, I don't know, smaller role like that, say Chris Rock was the guy who escaped from, you know, this institution, a role like that would have been good. But Schneider is perfect. both no, I, the I, I, I like movies. Schneider. I don't Like, it's hard for me to, like, recast anyone in this because all of them just played their part well. And it was fun. Does this rank as Sandler's best Netflix movie?
0: Uh, From what I've seen, yes.
1: I would agree with that.
0: I would say this is one of his most enjoyable movies in a long time. Murder Mystery is okay. We had fun with that for what it is. I've heard good things. but Aren't they doing a sequel to that, though?
1: Probably.
0: They could do like 20 of those.
1: Yeah, I I could see that. Now, since this is our favorite Sandler Netflix movie of those movies that we've seen, would you say to stream or not to stream?
0: I got to say stream it. I mean, you know what you're getting into. And if you watch the preview, like you said, that's what you're going to get for 95 minutes. So if you can't (laughs) take him talking like a wacko (laughs) and then some uh, pee and poop jokes, then you're not going to like it.
1: Loves. I, I, I would say the same thing. Stream it.
0: And give us more of this. HCU, mm-hmm. the Hubie Cinematic Universe.
1: Especially since we're going to be stuck at home all of next year, too. Oh! 20, 2020, the sequel. We need Hubie Halloween, the sequel.
0: Yeah, we're not getting out of this alive, bro.
1: Speaking of get, getting out of this alive, let's now pivot to guess that Adam Sandler movie game.
0: Mm, I'm going to struggle with this one. Here, let me close my phone down so you know I'm not cheating. Of is this, this. Is this going over all his movies?
1: No. Okay. There's and and I texted you earlier today, but there's a theme to this, and the theme is only his Netflix movies. Okay. We've already discussed a few of those giveaways for some of those movies, so I'm worried about how I will navigate that while giving you the hints. So very similar to the Chris Guess That Chris Nolan Movie game, which we did during our Tenant podcast. For this, I will give you three hints. And you have to guess which Adam Sandler movie it is. I will say there are only five movies because obviously there will be one by the time we reach the end of this in which it's a giveaway. So let's go ahead and start. Guess that Adam Sandler movie game. First up, this movie has the highest Rotten Tomatoes and Metacritic score for all of Adam Sandler's Netflix movies and has the best... Adam Sandler comedy of his comedy movies, the best review since The Wedding Singer.
0: Oh, man, this is going to be hard. (laughs) Uh, Can I get the second clue?
1: Yes. This is the fourth film in which Steve Buscemi plays a similar character in which he plays in another Adam Sandler franchise.
0: Hmm. I don't remember Steve in Murder Mystery. We know that he's in Hubie. I'm going to say Sandy. No, let me have the third one. Okay. Why not?
1: The third provides several homages, one being a funny nod, to the Friday the 13th films.
0: Oh, Hubie Halloween. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yep, that's it. I, was, I knew as soon as we went over, I'm like, dang it, I shouldn't have said anything. Movie number two. This has the lowest Rotten Tomatoes and Metacritic score for all of his Netflix movies. Hmm.
0: Pretty confident that that is probably Ridiculous 6. I'll take one more clue
1: was originally supposed to be produced by Sony Pictures, then Paramount, then WB, but all three eventually passed since this was the first under the Adam Sandler Netflix deal.
0: Uh, Ridiculous Sex.
1: Yep. Another one.
0: I'm nailing this like I nailed Nolan. Ooh.
1: (laughs) for that, it's like I got halfway through one hand with Nolan. You're like guessing that movie. Okay. Here is movie number three. Hint number one. To promote this movie, Sandler visited Las Vegas Motor Speedway in character to see various NASCAR drivers. Okay. Ready for hint number two? Yeah.
0: I think I know what it is, though.
1: Marks the sixth collaboration between Sandler and Terry Crews and the ninth between Sandler and Kevin James.
0: Hmm. Uh it's the do over.
1: Are you locking that in?
0: I'm locking that in.
1: You <laughs> are incorrect. Oh my gosh. Would you like this third? The, the third one is a giveaway, I think. It's gotta third-hand. be Sandy then. Yep. It's Sand Sandy. So the third hand was based on Sandler's real life talent manager.
0: I don't remember um Terry Crews in
1: that, so mm-hmm. that was that was a nice little curveball. Yeah, that one sucks. <laughs> yeah. All right. Movie number four. Hint number one. According to Netflix, this movie ranked as one of the most popular streaming movies on the platform for last year.
0: Uh, Murder Mystery.
1: Are you ranking that? In? Are you I'm locking, locking that, that in. in? You are correct. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, because of that reason, there are talks of doing a sequel. Okay, here's the final movie, movie number five. Hint number one, the second of Sandler's Netflix deal.
0: Uh, the do-over.
1: Yes, you are <laughs> correct. The, uh, there is another. The, here's I one. was waiting for a twist. No, that, nope, that's not it. So uh, I should have went with hint two and three because number two is the name Vicky Valancourt, the love interest of Sandler's and the water boy makes a brief cameo in one scene.
0: Mm. I need to watch that.
1: I'd like to go, like you said, go through all of his movies on Netflix now after Hubie, but I'm worried I'm going to be disappointed. Well, it's free. Who cares? It's free, but my time, isn't it? That's true. Oof. I could be doing all John Carpenter movies.
0: Oh. Do you want to play a game that's called Does Steve Brill Suck?
1: <laughs> oh, I'm interested to see what you have in store.
0: There is no rhyme or reason to this game. I'm just going to warn you. Okay. He's done, technically, he's directed 10 films. One of those films he did a segment for. (sighs) That was that movie 43 movie that bombed and everyone hated. So technically, he's done nine full-length films. Okay. Um, They date all the way back to 1995. Hmm. Uh, True or false, Stephen Brill on Rotten Tomatoes has done a movie that is considered fresh, which is 60% and above. I'd say true. That is completely false. Oh! Stephen Brill has more than one movie above 30% on Rotten Tomatoes. True. He's Hubie. More than one. More
1: than one. Mm, I'd say false.
0: That is correct. All his movies are 29% or below, minus Hubie Halloween, which, as we said it, 51% 51% on Rotten Tomatoes. Good grief. So as of right now, do you think Stephen Brill sucks? Based on these facts, yeah. Let's go down the list a little bit because I don't really have any other questions. So Hubie's number one. What do you think his second highest rated film on Rotten Tomatoes is? And it's a whopping 29%. This is a cult favorite from 1995. It's a kid's film.
1: Oh my gosh.
0: That uh, Judd Apatow wrote.
1: Judd Apatow, man. I'm gonna kick myself. Wrote
0: or co-wrote. I can't remember. Which.
1: I feel like it's like Baby's Day Out or something like that. No,
0: that was uh, John Hughes that wrote that.
1: <laughs> <That's>, <laughs>
0: which is even worse somehow. Oh, uh he's 95. It is involving a summer camp and
1: oh, fat kids. It it's uh, heavyweights. heavyweight. Heavyweight. Yeah,
0: that's his second. Uh, I guess you could say most well-received film. Really?
1: That from what I can remember, that movie was was fun.
0: It's a cult classic now, but I, at the time, I mean, it was like
1: poo-poo pie. Man, it's hated like John Carpenter's *The Thing*.
0: Number three, twenty-seven percent, *Sandy Wexler*. Uh, number four, a movie I forgot about, twenty-five percent, *Drillbit Taylor*, starring Owen Wilson. Oh. And then we get into some Sandler territory. Number oh. five, *Tide*, twenty-two percent, *Mr. Deeds* and *Little Nicky*.
1: Oh yeah. Um,
0: Mr. Deeds, I liked Mr. Deeds a lot. That was a movie I saw in high school and in that movie he owns a pizza place and I would tell everybody I'm going to own a pizza place at some point in my life. That's fun. Because of Mr. Deeds. Number seven, 14% Without a Paddle.
1: Oh, I've never seen that.
0: Looked awful. Uh, Number eight, it's a movie I forgot even existed, 12%. Walk of Shame, I think Elizabeth Banks is in that. Yeah,
1: that's right.
0: That looks awful. And then number nine... If we're not counting uh, Movie 43, which was 4% on Rotten Tomatoes, oh. and again, he only did a segment of that, his worst-reviewed movie is 9% The Do-Over. This guy gets hammered.
1: Yeah, that's not good. I don't, Here's a the thing. A lot of these movies aren't bad. That's the thing. Like, thinking back, Heavyweights, Hubie, I mean, and Mr. Deeds, it's, like, fine. I don't... I'm gonna say, so I'm gonna retract. Does he suck? I don't think so. It just his with critics it sucks.
0: He makes it. T- I I think Little Nicky from from what I remember is pretty obscene. Like I've never obscenely, seen that. Like bad. Oh. Though I I want to watch that one again for some reason. Hmm. I want to watch a lot of these again.
1: I don't. know. I've been wanting to watch for the first time Little Nicky.
0: What do you think is Sandler's best comedy film?
1: It's got to be hands down The Wedding Singer. Yeah, The
0: Wedding Singer is good. I I honestly, and this might sound crazy, I might say Mr. Deeds is my favorite. Ooh,
1: funny. It's it's really funny. I There is something, and I don't know if it's like at the time I saw it or just overall I, I just love The Wedding Singer because there are a lot of fun things in it. I just, and it's on HBO. Yeah, oh, man. I, I just it's already off. Oh, that
0: sucks. I think it only lasted a month.
1: Oh, I have been wanting to rewatch that, and whenever I saw that it went up on HBO Max, that I gotta I gotta rewatch this movie. But so good. That's that's I would say one of my favorite Sandler movies, even including his serious roles of like his more dramatic movies.
0: Do we count Funny People as a a, a comedy? Because I really like Funny
1: People. I would say that's a drama. Okay, just because it gets really dark toward the end of the movie. That's one movie I've been wanting to rewatch.
0: That's a good one. I like that one a lot. I think that's his best movie, Apatow.
1: I've I've seen it once, and whenever I watched it, I remember hearing how divisive it was. I'm like, we'll see. I watched it. I'm like, I can understand because the pacing seemed off. But then again, I also watched that. I think I like a laptop, so I'd like to rewatch that at home. Where and I wasn't like distracted, but I just now seen it once, knowing what to expect. I'd like to just sit down and appreciate it. So speaking of appreciation, what was the last thing for you, the last thing that you watched?
0: It was John Carpenter's Christine. I'm currently in the middle. i got to finish this tonight. I hate doing this. I had to stop last night because I was tired, but I'm in the middle of John Carpenter's Vampires. Watching Christine got me thinking, I want to watch and rank uh, Carpenter because there's Mm -hmm. a lot of his I haven't seen. So I'm in the middle of Vampires. I have maybe 40 minutes left. James Woods, he's cuckoo in
1: this movie. I have to say, I'm not a huge James Woods fan. That may be my favorite James Woods performance.
0: He's straight up cuckoo in this movie.
1: Now, he's great in Casino and a few other movies that he did in that time period. So, like, the late 90s, early 2000s, which is the time period that he did Vampires. But I love his, like... Because Vampires is very much so a Western-type movie. It feels like maybe around this time he started to deviate a little bit and do things a little differently, like with camera composition and just the way he or those who he worked with. Because we don't get any Kurt in the later films. Whereas it almost seems like James Wood's character could be a Kurt character in a sense.
0: Yeah, it might actually work a little better.
1: Do you like it so far at this point as much as how much you like Christine at like basically the halfway mark?
0: No. I mean Christine's like vintage. I told you this. I I didn't expect it, but that's probably going to end up top 3 Carpenter. Yeah. At least top 5.
1: There's and I text you this, but there are two movies I think of for fall scary movies. Halloween obviously. And then Christine, just because it's like, it's just, it's so awesome. There are so many great visuals and that feeling of like the fall, the, the cooler months. And man, Arnie, hmm. what a lunatic.
0: What happened to that actor? I, I don't even know who that is.
1: I don't know. Let's see here. I mean, Keith Gordon.
0: Yeah, honestly, other than a few actors in that film, I, I didn't know basically the main actors at all.
1: Oh. Keith Gordon directed three episodes on the leftovers.
0: Whoa. Mm-hmm. Which season?
1: Let me see here. He did five episodes on Fargo, the TV show. Wow. Homeland. So he's
0: still around doing, yeah. doing uh, I would say quality work.
1: Uh season one, two, and three. Wow. And he did both episodes are ranked or rated very highly
0: i mean all hail keith gordon
1: and he directed an episode on better call saul homeland masters of sex the strain the killing dexter wow well good for him house so he was able to transition it looks like he was also looks like he's had smaller roles in various things past the 90s wow mid, mid-80s christine I remember him to where he played the son of Rodney Dangerfield and the 1986 movie Back to School.
0: I've never seen that.
1: And that's the one and only movie outside of Christine that I remember seeing him from. And that's it. He also played I don't remember on this, but he was in Jaws too. Hmm. But yeah, that he he did a great job. That movie is just. I'm not going to say underrated, because I feel like there are a lot of underrated John Carpenter movies, but so good. The last thing I watched, it happened technically in between Hubie's. I started Hubie, paused it, watched this, and then I returned to Hubie from the start. But the last thing was the boys season two finale.
0: Don't tell me, I've still only seen four episodes.
1: I have to say the, the only thing I will say is that it's so insane. <laughs> Halfway through, I was asking what are they going to do at this point? I was on the edge of my seat. I was both like fearing of a lot and then at the same time really excited. There were moments where I was sitting down and like freaking out. And then I would immediately jump up and start cheering. And then Hmm. there are other moments of me being like, "Uh, this is not good. And so it goes back and forth. It does such a great roller coaster of just like taking you on this ride of emotions that it was just so freaking good. And it wraps up season two so well. And there's one scene, I won't get into it, but when you watch it, Here's one scene that Eric Kripke, the showrunner, said he was surprised. Amazon said, you know what? You're crossing the line here. We got to take it out. Mm. It's one of those so freaking weird scenes. And I've heard that it was kind of divisive where it made some viewers mad. But for the most part, it had fans just being like, doesn't surprise me at this point.
0: So season one or two, which is better?
1: Oh, man. Maybe what's interesting... So season one, I sat down and watched. I binged it between two days, on a Saturday and Sunday. Season two, it was week to week. And I saw, I think, the first four episodes in one night, and then week to week, I had that to look forward to. And maybe because of that reason, I like season two a little bit better. There are a few other things that they did, but it hits the nail on the head, social commentary-wise, with so many things that we are seeing right now. But it also makes us, I think, not only think about those things and kind of question that, but it also does it in a way that allows us to like take a seat back and laugh at just some of the ridiculousness of what's happening on screen, and perhaps what we're dealing with as well, um, in so many different ways. But there are, I will have to say, it's one of the few shows that it surprised me and continued to surprise me up until the very end. And even then, like the final like couple of minutes, I did not see that coming at all.
0: Hmm, I've been, I keep seeing stuff on this, so I gotta avoid the internet basically. Mm.
1: There were two big surprises had I not seen it and like watched it, um, the next day I would have been spoiled through videos or articles or photos. And I just can't say how much this show is so much fun. I totally get that it's not for everyone because it's super crude, it's super raunchy and gory and violent – and obscene at times. Like I was talking to my dad and I said, I, I I like this show, but I just can't imagine you watching this or even like thinking of liking it. But there's one character without saying who that curses. And every time the character curses, it's like really offensive. But at the same time, it always made me chuckle. But yeah, it's it's great. It's been green Limp for season three. I do not know what is next. At the end of season one, I had a good feeling of, okay, this is where they'll take it. And earlier today, I was listening to another web series, and they were talking about the boys in the comics. And they mentioned that there's a lot more story that they haven't really even touched on yet. But I don't know. Will it become the next Walking Dead, basically, where it goes on? and on.
0: What did they have like 15 spin-offs?
1: Yep. Including even though they're doing away with the Walking Dead show, there will be a Daryl and Carol spin-off series. Ugh. Yeah. I don't know. That's um, all
0: AMC is.
1: Mhm. Uh, here's the thing. I used
0: to be like Mad Men. Now we're freaking Walking Dead.
1: I'm interested to see where they go. I am along for the ride and I will stick through it. However, I will not start the new Walking Dead show does not interest me it looks like a cw show it's
0: with kids
1: yeah it looks like awful it looks like walking dead jr
0: i mean it's getting ripped apart too
1: yeah i'm drawing a line and that's it but all i can say is that all of you film fans out there better not draw the line at hubie halloween (laughs) because it's worth watching (laughs) yeah i get it just don't stop watching sandman movies until you watch this movie That's going to do it for us this time. Until next time, keep watching.